of course, your daily financial news. If you don't know already, I am serious about this daily financial news. We do it seven days a week, six days at 7.30. You can almost set your watch by it. And then we have one exception on Thursdays where we do it at 7 a.m. A couple of quick things to note. Today is Saturday, which means in about 29 minutes, I will start a live stream right over there on my computer, and we will see what kind of questions you all have. So again, we'll go on YouTube, hit live, and we will just go for as long as I have questions. So I enjoy these Saturdays. We will see what happens. And of course, if you are one of my students and you are in our private Facebook group, I will see you at 9 a.m. this morning for a Facebook Live. A couple other quick things. First and foremost, a couple of lending videos came out yesterday. Uh, as you know, we had a guest on for the first time last week. Uh, he plays in the non-QM market or non-qualified mortgage market, kind of between banks and hard money. Uh, I challenged the audience or asked the audience to give him a shot because I didn't know... I didn't know much about him, didn't know much about his company, but he had a good story. Early indications from all of you is you have tested him, and while not everybody got a yes answer, uh, everybody seems to have gotten a quick reply, whether yes, no, those things. So uh, because the first week was good, we brought him on uh, yesterday, and we put out three videos. Uh, two of them really caught my attention. First, the one that we talked about Burr, and we talked about it lending to self-employed borrowers. Uh, in the Burr video, uh, we really took one of my examples, which you've seen walkthroughs on this channel, and it really showed how if, if I had used uh, his programs, I could have earned 200% on my money uh, by borrowing for five to six months, versus because I paid cash, I earned, I don't, I don't remember what it was, I think it was 30%. I did the math in the video, you can check it out. And then the other one that really caught my attention is you could get 30-year money on apartment buildings. That one caught my attention. I'm going to look at my portfolio and, and, and see what's what. And I might give them a run and, and really see. Because, again, one of the things I see with apartment buildings is the money's you got, you got interest rate risk. So, again, all three videos came out yesterday. Go check them out. Um, yeah, I just I think some of those programs are going to be very interesting to some of you. So, uh, very cool. Uh, and then last thing, you know, I put out a bundle yesterday for the first time. Uh, if it's it's, I'm trying to, you know, build a um, kind of a financial education. Right, it started with one rental at a time. It's gone to get your money right. And for the first time, I've realized if I put together a bundle, it might be a better way to kind of get started. That way, you can decide where to start. Uh, in the bundle, you save, you know, 100 bucks. I put it out for May. Some people have already jumped on it in the last day or so, so I feel good about thinking that way. I've treated them very individually over the past because I'm still trying to figure this out, how I can help more people. So that's what I got for you. You can check out that video. I think it came out yesterday at 7 a.m. On to the news of the day. Good old Gavin Newsom. I don't like to be political on this channel. I think it, I think life is in the middle, not the loud edges. But I just like to pick on Gavin Newsom. He's the governor of California where I reside. He's the pretty boy with a good vocabulary. Well, he did something that hasn't happened in a hundred and some odd years of California's history. He was able to shrink California's population 
Yep, on Gavin Newsom's watch, uh, he shrank California's population by 182,000. His policies, his anti-business, his raising taxes, his shutting schools down. (laughs) Only Gavin, only Gavin could make people leave California. Good job, buddy. Uh, Next up, we have uh, Kathy Wood. She came on CBC after hours yesterday and kind of tried to talk up her stocks. Uh, As you know, I talked about Kathy Wood and her ETF and kind of her focus on uh, technology and really the next generation of technology was genius move if you have a five-year horizon. Uh, But I think I did a video in late April, so four or five weeks ago only, that I was like... Kind of log in the tooth. Uh, Yes, you may be right if you hold for five years, but if you're an investor and you're up here and you go through a trough, not many of you are going to hold through that. Kathy is a wonderful investor. And yes, if you're here and your timeline is here, you will be higher. I think that is very reasonable. But there could be a lot of dead money and a lot of pain between here and here. And normal individual investors don't hold through pain. That's one thing the Wall Street, I don't know, population has is the ability to hold for heaven's sake. It's not even their money. Uh, so it's probably really easy for them to hold. Uh, so that is interesting. So again, be careful. I think she has led a lot of people astray. A lot of people tried to copy her investing style and copy her stocks after she's made them. So the move has already happened. Uh, and as I said, five weeks ago, not going to end well. And right now, a lot of people are feeling pain. She is, uh, she's down uh, 9% in just a week. And yes, I forgot to mention, it's Saturday, so I thought I'd wear my happy shirt. Yep. Just, it's Saturday. Let's be happy. So yes, you were right. I meant to mention that right at the open, but I forgot. Uh, one other thing I'd like to do is if, uh, so on Instagram, Uh, One rental at a time, obviously. What I would love to ask you for some help with is could you take some pictures of grand reopenings or reopenings or grand openings and tag me? I don't think people realize just how many businesses are opening. So if you are out and about this weekend, if you're out and about for Mother's Day and you see a grand opening or whatever, just take a quick picture and tag me on Instagram. Let's let's let the world know that yes, we are coming out of this. We are standing in the sun. And uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you just have a couple more days before I hit eight thousand. So if you want to tell people you were part of the first eight thousand, might want to give it a quick follow today, maybe tomorrow. Uh, but we should be over that uh, in the next couple of days. Uh, clearly, the Fed is going to remain our friends. That was my big takeaway from the job miss yesterday. Is we actually have more time to buy. I was getting a little nervous that, you know, over the next nine months, the Fed would be painted into a box, which meant they would start talking about talking about raising rates, which would have an immediate impact. And affordability would get rocked, right? Affordability is made up of price. It is made up of interest rate. And of course, it is made up of wages. And I was a little nervous that the interest rate component of those three would jump this year. I am no longer concerned about that. Uh, But yeah, so the Fed's going to be our friend. Uh, Means we can go shopping longer. And do yourself a favor, get 30-year money. Uh, We had a note from uh, Matt the Mortgage Guy earlier in the week about arms coming back. Come on. We're better than that. Let's do a deal. 
30 year money, cash flow, be conservative, don't have that interest rate risk. As for the news of the week, uh, we will go through earnings that are coming first and then three economic statistics that I will be looking at. Uh, on Monday, we have Tyson Foods. Uh, obviously, we'll be looking to see what they're talking about inflation. And I'm starting to look for shortages, right? One of the things we are seeing is a lot of kind of providers talk about inflation. And with Tyson, it could just be feed, right? Feed for the chickens and, and all of that in transportation. And uh, then we have, you know, do we have chicken shortages, right? Are people rotating out of beef into chicken? Who knows? But that's what I'll be looking for from Tyson Foods, right? Basically inflation. Is inflation hitting the, you know, chicken aisle? We got Marriott International coming out on Monday as well. I don't really care what Marriott did last quarter. For me, it's all about bookings. Tell me about bookings. And if you have any big events coming back, I would love to hear about those. I think we're probably a quarter away from those. But if Marriott's talking about, hey, we've got the, I don't know, new car uh, convention coming or something, I would love to hear about large gatherings or large conventions. And of course, we got Simon Property Group coming out. Simon Property, biggest mall, you know, class A mall provider, or I should say mall owner in the country. Uh, they've had a rough go of it the last five quarters. Uh, it'll be interesting to see them coming out of it. Rent collections, lease-ups. Again, I want to hear from Simon, just like all of you. What about the openings? Uh, I go to a mall a couple times a week just to walk inside. And, um, you know, six months ago, a lot of closures, a lot of kind of paper on the windows and just like new new retailer coming. Now they're actually starting to open up. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what he has to say there. Um Tuesday, we got Palantir. Palantir will be interesting because this is a huge um, Kathy Wood stock. Uh, she's taken a lot of people over the over the uh, into the price decline. We'll see if anybody holds on. Uh, Palantir is one of those uh, software companies that's a big old black box where they you know have the magic inside the, the code. I played in the software space for twenty years. Uh, I've kind of worked in that environment, and uh, sometimes the black box ain't all of what it's cracked up to be. So we'll see what Palantir has to say on Tuesday. Wednesday we got um, uh, uh, Wednesday we have Wendy's. Gosh, that all confused my brain. Wendy's restaurants reporting again. I'm going to be looking for what's going on with the consumer, right? Are you blowing it out like Chipotle? What's going on with inflation? What's going on with hiring? All of those things. So it will be interesting to see what happens there. Thursday's a big day for earnings. We got Alibaba. What's going on with the Chinese consumer, right? I, I've said many times that Asia is about nine months ahead of us. So let us know what the future brings for U.S. consumers. Uh, again, it's not a direct correlation, but it's an indicator I think is interesting. We have Disney. Disney's going to be interesting, right? They, uh, they brought a Disney Plus just in time, uh, record subscriptions. So it'll be interesting to see what's going on there. Obviously, Disney parks are starting to open in occupancy, so it'll be interesting to hear them talk about that. DoorDash. DoorDash is interesting for me because I think it'll be one of those first early warning signs. Not early... It's not a warning, an early indicator that people are dining in, right? What do you do with DoorDash? You order and get food delivered. But when DoorDash falls, maybe that is a sign that people are actually eating in restaurants versus eating at home. Uh, so I'm going to be looking for DoorDash to kind of signal weakness, which is actually a strength 
for the broader economy, in my opinion. Airbnb, I mean, these numbers are going to be gangbuster. Jeez, how, I mean, how good, could they, how could, good can they get? Leisure travel is doing great. Summer bookings, um, yeah, going to, be, going to be pretty good. And then Coinbase, uh, another Kathy Wood stock that uh, has been underperforming. It'll be interesting. They have their first earnings announcement since going public. Uh, so you just don't know what to expect from Coinbase. So that'll be something I look at. And then as far as the economics fronts, we have uh, CPI, Consumer Price Index, on Tuesday. You know, does inflation start working its way in? I mean, that will be interesting. Does it tick above 2%? I think it was 1.6 last month. You know, some people are calling between 2 and 2.5. Two and we'll see. Uh, Thursday's unemployment number is going to be interesting. Do we stay below 500,000 new claims? What is happening with existing claims, right? How long are people staying on? And then Friday. Friday will be a big one for me. It's retail sales, right? Last Friday, yesterday was very um, disappointing on the jobs front. But let's see what's going on with retail, right? I think retail will tell us, do we really have people staying home, right? I've read several articles in the last 24 hours that if you are in a service-based job and you made less than 32 grand a year in most states, you're actually better off staying home. Right? If if they're paying you equivalent on the equivalent equivalently, ah, whatever. If they're paying you about 32 grand a year to stay home and you only make 28k working, you stay home. Shoot, if you make 40 grand a year working and they pay you 32 grand to stay home, you probably stay home. So it'll be interesting because retail sales will give us an indication on that. If retail sales are gangbuster, but unemployment or employment creation is low, I think you have evidence that, yeah, you know what? People are enjoying their couch and they're enjoying surfing Amazon and all of that stuff. So I think retail sales will be interesting because I think it will it will highlight the story that we've been hearing since yesterday, right? Why are we paying people not to work? You know, all of those stories. I think retail sales could shed some light on that. So it will be interesting. And then lastly, rent, right? We are a real estate channel. That's what I am doing as a landlord. Uh, we actually, ha I got a report on the top five rent increases and rent decreases uh, across the country for one bedroom, one bath apartments. And all of these numbers surprise me except two. So I will go through them. Uh, on the rent increases. And if you're in one of these cities, let me know in the comments if this data is accurate because some of these numbers are mind-boggling. First and foremost, rents in Kansas City. Kansas City up 33.5% for a one-bedroom, one-bath apartment. Ouch. Not, not that far behind. Gilbert, Arizona, 26%. Vegas, this doesn't make sense to me. This is one of the ones that just doesn't make sense. But Vegas, one-bedroom, one-bath apartments, rents are up 25.3%. What? Are you kidding me? Riverside makes sense. Riverside's kind of like kind of like Fresno a little bit makes sense. 24.9%. And finally, not to be outdone, Buffalo, New York making the list at 23.3%. Crazy. Now, on the other side, rent decreases. Decreases. <laughs> Good old San Francisco, down 45%.
If you are a landlord in San Francisco and you bought in the last two or three years, you are in trouble. Your debt picture sucks. Uh, next up, Chesapeake, uh, Virginia, 29.4%. Still no good. If you have you got a multifamily bought in the last three years there, you are in trouble. Manhattan, 27.3%. Same deal. Long Beach, California. Didn't, didn't expect that one. Uh, 27%. And uh, finally, Colorado Springs, 24.6%. Bigger is not always better. Class A urban core, not always better. We are learning some new and important lessons. So that's what I got for you today. Please remember, today's Saturday. Got my happy shirt on. Have a good day. Take some pictures of grand opening. Tag me on Instagram at one rental at a time. Uh, and I will be talking to you if you come around at 8 o'clock right over there for our weekly live stream Q&A. Have a great day. Bye.